0: Alright, guys, welcome to episode 139 of the Different Animals Podcast. It's your boy Tyler. And I'm Ever Castro. And this week, we talk about Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. We talk about the Tiny Desk series. Uh, we talk about Asteroid City, Ted Lasso, Final Fantasy 16, No Hard Feelings, Mission Impossible 5. We talk about <laughs> Draft Day. Uh, we talk about the new Superman being cast the unfortunate uh luck of one scars <coughs> guard brother and the unfortunate luck of wendy's security guard slapping britney spears <laughs> in the face sorry yeah, sorry Wendy. wendy's wendy's <laughs> security guard slapping britney spears in the face but first Start with some things you've been watching or doing lately. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll actually start with one small one I have. Yeah. Um, so have you ever, uh, I assume you're familiar with the Tiny Desk NPR uh, little concepts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I've, I've seen a few of them. I haven't watched a whole bunch of them, but I've seen a few of them. And, and for whatever reason, like NPR, I, I don't know what this concept is, right? Like it's literally just like. A person performing with like instrumentation behind them, and that's it. And I don't know why it's so different. Like, it is like, I guess it's a smaller space, but I don't really know why, like, when watching a YouTube video, that matters. But whatever, somehow, this amalgamation of like these things that seem insignificant, NPR Tiny Discs are usually amazing to watch. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I remember I've seen like the Mac Miller one, um, yes, T Pain. Uh, I know someone said they watched the Adele one, so, I mean, and, and I looked it up after I watched the one I'm about to talk about, and there's, like, over a thousand of them, and I, am just, just like, what the fuck are, like, I can't imagine there's a thousand people that are, are worth having on to do this, um.
1: Exactly, yeah, because I've, I've seen, um, yeah, I think I've seen the Mac Miller one, there was another one that was, that was big recently, not the one that you have here, but another one that people were like, whoa, they're on the tiny desk, oh, um, I've seen, Yes, Usher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it was.
0: Yeah, so I've seen that one. I've the, seen Ushers. Watches, watches. Yeah. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> the meme.
1: Yes yes, yes. 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 Uh, Georgia Smith, Dua Lipa. I've Watch those. Um, no, wait. Dua Lipa wasn't a tiny desk. It was something else. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's basically like they're very like. What is it called?
0: Minimalized, minimalistic, just like couple instruments. And yeah, then... minimalized and like very personal. I guess is how I yeah. would describe mm-hmm. it. Um. Yeah. So the the one I'm gonna talk about and just kind of briefly is the juvenile one because Mm. the thing is is like i know some of juveniles music just through osmosis because he was super popular at a point in time um but like i've never been a big fan uh like it's just music that i know um so i was but everybody on twitter was going off about it they were like this shit's amazing so i'm like fuck it i'll give it a listen and it's amazing. I don't know what it is. Like, it's just mm-hmm. fucking incredible. The thing for me that I can distinctly point to, and, and not, like, thinking back, it's kind of true of all the others as well, is that, and maybe this is just because they are performers and, like, it is a part of showmanship. You know what I mean? But, like, mm-hmm. and especially in the juvenile one, they all seem to be having a great fucking time. Like, it's... It, it doesn't seem like work at all i guess is mm-hmm. how i would describe it and like maybe like i said maybe that's just because they're like i'm a performer i'm doing this thing i can't make it look like i'm not having a good time or it, it could just be like because it's so minimalist blah blah blah. like you're performing these songs with like very little work in the first place right you, you're just right, right. doing the singing or what rapping or whatever um and right. everything and else basically like- handled for you
1: and there's like 10 people in the audience so it's just like relaxed Maybe I'm right. sure most of them are NPR workers just kind of like I saw yeah, a like, tweet I mean, that like
0: the wildest thing about working at NPR was that you'd just randomly hear over the intercom that there's a concert uh, in the other room and everybody would just go there and then come back to work like it was normal like you would like <laughs> apparently if you're working at NPR just over the intercom they'd be like uh, the juvenile tiny desk is starting and you'd just be like oh okay and just get out of your desk go watch a concert and go back to work um, yeah, and be like oh, I don't really want to watch that okay. yeah I saw an Absol one, and that there must have been like two people that got up to go watch that one. Um, <laughs> I don't even... I, I kind of like Absol, but it's just like, I, I don't know why you had it Um yeah. I don't
1: know what I would, I, yeah, you're right. I'd be like, oh, it's my lunchtime. Let me go see Absol. I'd be like, no, nah, it's okay. I'm just going to eat my sandwich here <laughs> I'm going to just desk.
0: watch another episode of Atlanta. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, so the Juvenile one especially, he's just having a good ass time. It's him and Manny Fresh. And they're, they're both just having a ton of fun with it. And I think that's the thing that, like, got me. Is that, like, it's just seeing someone perform their songs and just be, like, happy to be there. It, I don't know. It just brings energy to it. And it's fun to watch. And, like, it's easy to enjoy. So, um, if you like rap music at all, really, and have any idea who Juvenile is, I would say check it out. Because, again, I'm not... I don't really like... The old uh, Cash Money. I don't. I don't like Birdman or Many Fresh that much, but mm-hmm. even still, just seeing them performing the songs are like catchy. I also think the songs are better with the like actual instruments behind them. Um, so overall, I think it's it's super fun to watch.
1: Yeah, I was. <coughs> yeah, I was gonna say. I, I feel like I'm the same way with you. With like a Birdman and Many Fresh, I feel like they have a huge impact in the history of hip hop. But they were like just before us like in terms well he's just before me like when i really started following right and it's like well me, you know my, my guys are little It's like well yeah well he came from them but it's like you know he was like the young guy you know he was the guy you gravitated toward more at least when you know when, when i was growing up
0: yeah and the thing is that honestly like out of so like all right they were i actually don't know this for sure hold on Yeah, so the big timers uh was Manny Fresh and Birdman. Um still flies the one song from them that everybody's mm-hmm. definitely gonna know. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Got a quarter take a gas in my new E class. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um But uh anyway, so that's that's them. And like the thing is, is that honestly, neither of them can rap for shit. The, like they, they <laughs> Are terrible. Uh, like, the music may be good. Like, Still Fly's a good song. But, like, they cannot rap. It, I, have a, I have a friend that I worked with, like, a long time ago that every, like, so often I'll still send him. Because uh, we were just talking about, like, I think he liked Lil Wayne. And I was like, I mean, Lil Wayne's okay. He's not my favorite. But, like. Every time Birdman gets on one of his songs and drops a struggle bomb verse, I just, I can't. And so, like, every time, like, anytime a, a fucking uh, Birdman verse comes on anything, uh-huh. which he, for some reason, put himself on, like, every song uh, that, like, Young Money put out for a while. Like, there's so many songs with all of them, and he just has, like, a 30-second Always verse. Oh, and he comes in, he's like, Get the motherfucking money. You don't
1: know what it is. Yeah. Yeah. But
0: then he will drop like a 30 second verse and then it's trash. And so like every time something like that happens, or not every time, but every so often I hear one, I'm like, and it strikes me as especially bad this time. I just like take a screenshot of the lyrics page on Spotify (laughs) and send it to him. I'm like, bro, he's got to (laughs) stop. But yeah, so neither of them can rap. And so like, and, and really, I don't think, I don't think Juvenile's that great of a rapper. Um, but like again i think seeing them in person the energy they're having a good time it's like oh so this is what people like about this music and so like it 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 translated maybe what i was missing and and gave me the info you know what i mean mm-hmm.
1: and i'm and i'm sure now it's like um maybe that's why they like doing the nprs because maybe they know that there's like a little uptick in popularity from them right like now i mean i don't know if you're gonna look them up but maybe somebody else would be like oh let me look his stuff up he was really energetic and now i made a playlist you know, okay. so yeah
0: <laughs> i made, I made yeah, a playlist yeah. of literally the songs and in the order that they are done on tiny desk i was like all right cool I'll just listen to this yeah so um yeah uh the other thing too I'm, and again this is still just me harping on the same thing but like him and manny fresh are having such a good fucking time performing back that ass up twice and the thing is Mm -hmm. that like that's incredible because how many times do you think juveniles performed that song in his life you know what i mean like like, and so he i i I don't know if he just really still has a good time or if it's because Mm -hmm. the npr environment blah 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 but like to to not just be going through the motions on that song you know what i mean like it that's incredible like, I gotta he's, imagine he's if to fucking... When Jay-Z's performing, and they're like, "29 problems or some shit, he's like, alright. I, like, I, and it just goes into autopilot, like, disassociates and just goes into autopilot. It, it's like, um...
1: What's the name of the, um... Band? Radiohead. You know? They don't even do that song, Creep, anymore. Or at least I heard they don't, because it's like, it was so huge, and they just play it, have to play it every single time. Yeah. And that's been 30 years, so they don't even play it. That's why whenever they... Or do like a festival or they do something which i mean it's rare because i don't even i don't even think that they're together that much anymore um whenever they play it live everybody's like oh my god look look they played the screen i oh, upload it i remember seeing it like on twitter they were like they played it they played it oh my god <laughs> so i'm sure it's like that with him where the opposite where they're like oh he didn't play what the fuck <laughs> right
0: so but yeah um definitely check it out it's it's a it's a good time nice nice so uh what, what have you been getting into
1: Oh, excuse me, I've got of cough this morning. Um, I uh, got a couple movies and a show. Um, I'll start with the big movie, like this week, this cycle, or whatever, and it's uh, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Um, have you, you're an Indiana Jones fan? Have you seen them? I've not seen
0: a single Indiana Jones movie, never.
1: Um, so this one's not directed, so they're all directed by Steven Spielberg, the first four. Um, three in the 80s, one about 15 years ago, and then this is the new one. And this one's directed by James Mangold. And he's actually pretty good. I actually do like his stuff. He did uh, Ford versus Ferrari, mm, Logan, okay. um, The Wolverine. And there was another big, big-ish movie that he made that I can't remember. But anyway, so he does, like, these kind of mid-sort of action-y. He's done, like, romantic comedies. He did one called... Cate Leopold, like like he's like a like a little mid mid level director, but he's good. I mean, he get, he was nominated for an Oscar for Logan for best screenplay, and so he he has flashes of big talent. Like Ford and
0: Ferrari movie. got like a ton of nominations, didn't it?
1: mm mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that, yeah, so he, he's kind of like um, you know, like a sneaky good director, sneaky great. Oh, right? three, He's, he's not... the
0: one who did Three Ten to Yuma. I remember that movie. Exactly. Oh, yes, that's the one. That's the other one that I was
1: like, there's one that's really good that I can't remember. Okay. And so, that's the one, yeah. So, yeah. So, you mean Christian Bale, um, Russell Crowe, right? Ben Foster. Like, you get these, these like, so he, there's, like, these movies that are really great, like, peek through. But then you also get something are kind of like, eh. He did this movie called Night and Day with Tom Cruise, and it's just, like, fine. Oh, and, I'm, that's and, uh,
0: him and Cameron Diaz? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that mm-hmm. movie was not good.
1: Yeah. I mean, like,
0: it was so, it was garbage like you said. It, it it's not like the worst shit I've ever seen but like Right. It's like
1: a nice little journeyman. I definitely right? forgot
0: that movie ever existed until you said it just now. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So like that. And even the Wolverine, the the first one, not Logan, it has like a cool train sequence. It has like I think the finale is cool with they got all the fucking arrows in his back, but overall the movie's just fine. But, but anyway, so he directed this one. And I think the movie is pretty uh, it's good. So it's complex because it's kind of like The Flash, where you, it's not a piece of shit, but it's also not great. Um, and so I watched it a couple, you know, last week, and I, dude, I, I, I fucked up because, so, you know, I, I think I've told you I've been trying to do a better job of rewatching movies before the new ones come out, right? Mm-hmm. Like I rewatched all the Mission Impossibles when John Wick came out. I watched one, two, three, and four. Um, Guardi- oh, yeah, when Guardians 3 came out, I, watched, I rewatched 1 and 2. So I've been trying to do a better job this year just because I'm like, you know what? I think it hit the movies hit harder if you have that connection with those characters fresh in your mind, right? Right. And so then this year, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do the same for Nina Jones. But 4 is a piece of shit, but I'm not going to watch that. So All right, so 4 is the one was,
0: uh Sheila LaBeouf, right? Or Shia yeah, LaBeouf, however mm-hmm. you pronounce his name.
1: It's weird yeah. that
0: he has been uh, an actor for I don't know how long, and I'm still like... Just not 100 percent sure on exactly how his name is pronounced. I don't, I, don't, like, <laughs> I don't know what it is, bro. I just guess every yeah. time. Uh,
1: is she Shia? Shia? Shia, Shia? L- Labouf, um, Labeuf,
0: L- L- I'm like I don't fucking know. The Meat
1: Man. Um, he. So that one's terrible. And I kept seeing. Tw- I was looking for Twitter. You know, sometimes they're like, you know, what? it's actually pretty good. But nobody said that. Everybody's like, I rewatched it, and it still sucks. Um, and so I rewatched one, two, three, and that was not smart because those things are um insanely well directed like it it's like nuts to go from that to this cuz then when you when whenever this one started I'm watching I'm like damn, this doesn't have that like zap dude like, Right. It, it, it right it's like it's like the cat williams joke you know he's like when you i was driving
0: like my chrysler 300 yeah, <laughs> yeah. cuz it looked like a look like a phantom until a phantom pulls <laughs> up
1: <laughs> exactly i don't even want to be here it's like that it's exactly like like that right dude cuz you're watching indiana jones dude, and it you know all the movies are t- 2 hours tight as a drum fucking the action just moves the, you know and i've sent you clips before about indiana jones where it's like moving and it's like, like the exposition and the way he does it and, and it's it's like a master class in lighting and directing even the, the not great one temple of doom there's like a scene where they're in the temple of doom and there's like these lights and they're hitting indiana jones and and harrison ford who i think i i must have um you realize that he's built for this role, like it's like he's one of one for it, and you're just like, damn, these are like you, you sort of go, no, 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 this is the real deal. And so then I watch this one, and it's good, but I'm also like, damn, he, I mean, it's like he's got old, and then also, you know, the, the the movies energy just isn't quite the same, right? Um, the movie overall, this one is it's fine. You know, he does like the he's looking for the Dial of Destiny, which is like you know it was going to allow the bad guys to go back in time and change stuff or whatever. Um, and the movie's a little overlong, and the characters are the new characters are just fine. Um, but then by the end, it like it ends really really well. That I would, that it kind of you you go and instead of going like remember the Flash, I was like by the end I'm just like what the fuck. This is the opposite. Where by the end it brings it together. There's like a nice scene at the end, and then you leave uh the theater being like you know what that was a good movie and i do think it was i think it'll it's like a nice entry into the series i don't think it's the worst
0: thing ever but i also don't think it's the best considering what it's coming from all right i'm gonna um, do a quick check indiana jones five Dial destiny has a 69 on rotten tomatoes
1: which sounds about right
0: indiana yeah. jones four kingdom of the crystal skull next like 70
1: probably 77 yeah, dude. Yeah, I, I don't know how. Maybe it's one of those where it's like, oh, just so happy to have Indy and Spielberg back. and <laughs> Yeah, that's true. That, yeah. The rose um, tinted glasses. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Um, and then it, it, it's like one of those... Th- and then also this is the movie where I was like, you know what? De-aging will never fucking fully work because at the beginning of the movie, they have a sequence. It's like the first sequence of the movie. It's like a 20-ish minute sequence that takes place in the past during World War II. And it's like a young indie, but it's like, you know, DH'd, right? Mm-hmm. They do like, they put a, a fake hat on him. And um, it just wasn't, it, it didn't have the juice. Like you were watching it and having just seen the through three, dude, he, he like, it's, it's, it's weird because he like, he'll get punched or he'll do something. And he does like a face, like a goofy face, but it never, ever, 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 ever feels like goofy. Like it, it's such a, it's, it's so, it's weird. It's hard to explain because it's like, he, he like, he'll do something and he'll be like, oh, ah, right. But it'll never come off as wacky, like a Jim Carrey face. It comes off as natural. And so then you're watching this and it's like this very stilted, like very robotic Indiana Jones, like, what are you doing? Right. And it's right. like, it's like what you would, it's like if, if you tried to get somebody to explain what Indiana Jones would be like without, without having ever seen Indiana Jones exactly right because you imagine him as like oh it's a swashbuckler kind of like a nathan drake but he's like you know kind of like up oh, you know but he's kind of like he's pretty much um jack sparrow except without like the
2: moo right <laughs> yeah.
1: he does the faces he does the eyebrows and the eyes and the wacky faces but he he somehow grounds them that they never feel like that And i think that's so great but then in this one it's like oh watch out to turn around and it's like okay but but because it's like a CGI version, it doesn't quite get that extra oomph. And so I'm watching it, and I'm like, these motherfuckers are never gonna have the juice. They'll never be able to do it <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so it's Indiana Jones style of destiny. Um. I I know you probably wouldn't watch it without watching the first ones, but the first ones are actually, I mean, they hold up one, two, three. Um. Love one, dude. If you want to watch one, it like it, I was telling a um a friend a couple of days ago, I was like. You know people probably go oh it's like you know dated or it's slow but it's not I mean it moves insanely fast but it's, it's a very like um it's it's the reason I think it's it, it and it, it's not complex or anything the reason I think it's held in high regard is kind of like the same reason that we've talked about something like barbarian or I forget other movies where it's, like, it's the absolute peak of what this kind of movie is. I gotcha. Yeah. So, if you ever get a chance to watch the first one, I definitely recommend it. Two's okay. I'm not okay. It's pretty great, but it's, like, it's definitely, like, a sequel. And then, somehow, they got the magic back for the third one, The Last Crusade. And that one, I think, is really great, too. So,
0: I might watch these. and Like, I'm not sure. But, I just want to, like... Uh, you're gonna be devastated when I come back here and I and I had just have my Star Wars take again, where I'm like, this shit's actually trash. It's just old people <laughs> like it because they do it. Uh-huh. Uh, I hope I hope that's not the case, but I just like in my soul, I'm like, I don't I don't want to be that guy, but I might end up being that guy. But well, I, I, don't I don't might try so. and watch it.
1: I, I think I think they're It's very interesting because they. Whenever they ask Harrison Ford about him, you know, as Han Solo as Indiana Jones, you know, two iconic characters. If people ask him about Han Solo, he does not give a fuck. He does not like Han. He's like, I don't give a shit. He's like, he's like Han. You know, he's like, hey, hey, Harrison. When Han did this, did he mean to do that or whatever? He's like. Who gives a shit? I don't, I don't, he fucking hates Han Solo. But then when he asked him about, about Indiana Jones, he loves Indiana Jones. He loves taking pictures with the guys with the hats and like talking about it. So maybe it's, maybe he's like you, or it's like, I don't want to talk about that boring nerd shit. I want to talk about the real stuff, you know, the archaeology stuff. Um, and it then could also, also you just you be that I
0: have to imagine there's a, uh, he gets asked about Indiana Jones much less. Despite it being yes, just yeah. as good, there's just like a different kind of fandom about it uh, or lack thereof. Mm-hmm. Um, he, and,
1: and then the last thing I'll say about it is, you know, re-watching these, and he's got a couple of really good dramatic scenes in these, um, in the new one in Die with Destiny. And watching these, you, I go, of course, All right? You go, Wait, why has Harrison Ford been famous for like 50 years now? And you watch these and you're like, "That dude, that's it, man. Like, they got, they, there's nobody like him now, right? Like, now we're fucking stuck with Hemsworth's, which are fine. Yeah. Or Chris Pratt's, and also perfectly fine. But there's no, there's nobody like the closest person, I think, to him is probably like, like an Adam Driver, but like a little bit goofier. Like, the, the, or, um, oh, um, wow, what's his name? The guy from, um, Game night, to Lay, Jesse Plemons, like a Jesse Plemons, oh. like that's those, you know. So it's like that, and you watch it and you see him being charming, and charismatic, and good looking, but can carry like an action movie and can do these good dramatic scenes and has good comedic timing, and you're like, Dude, like that's why, like duh, like it makes perfect sense, right? right? Because I feel like sometimes people just sort of think about him and they imagine him as as now like this kind of i'm a gruff old man i'm the president and air force one get off my plane you know like that kind of but (laughs) but but there's so much more and i feel like um it's nice to to see that and you go oh yeah dude no shit right it's like watching an old jordan video where he you know drops 60 on a motherfucker and you're like oh right he doesn't just gamble and pick horrible (laughs) draft picks.
2: (laughs)
0: And wear big ass jeans. <laughs>
1: and wear big ass jeans, and smoke cigars, and have
0: Dorito colored eyes. Yeah, bro. The I know it's off track. The wildest thing is if you ever go watch highlights of him with the Wizards, it's like still legitimately impressive.
1: <laughs> he's, he's like exactly, forty like years that. old. He
0: pinned some dude shit on the backboard. I'm like, what the fuck?
1: <laughs> uh, uh, and that's like that. It's like me watching this one. It's like, what? He's still got
0: it? <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker came back. Oh god. Uh, all right. So yeah, uh, that's, yeah uh, that's Indiana Jones and the Dallas Destiny. What did you mm-hmm. what did you give it out of five?
1: I think, I think three and a half, three and a half, I think. Okay. Three and a half, or maybe four. Maybe. I think three and a half because I, I think the the action's a little lacking, but I think that the, his character works so fucking good, and it's so nice to he's got like a couple of scenes where he's really dramatic and having. And I, I know I said I fucked up watching the old, the old ones, but I, I, I was I was sort of in jest just because Spielberg is the great director, but I do think it helped. You know, you you saw these adventures, and then at the end of this one, there's like some scenes that are really dramatic in regards to. Being like, this is you know, this is it. You know, I'm I'm getting old, kind of things. Mm-hmm. And it's nice to have those fresh in your mind because you're like, oh, we just did that. We went on that adventure and that adventure, and then now he's
0: here. You know, it, it, it was helpful. I think. Okay, that's cool. All right. Yeah. Uh, do you want to touch on something else? Or you want me to take a take a shot?
1: Um, I'll do one real quick, just real. Um, and then yeah, I'll let you get back to it. Just a super quick one. Uh, Asteroid City. Okay. Um, the new Wes Anderson movie. So. Yep. Yeah. Um, and it was fine for me. Um, I think I, I might be in the, these are, I mean, I'm definitely in the camp where I'm like, these are not for me. Um, there's this very specific kind of fan of these, but you just cannot, um, what's it called? Um, deny the talent, like, cause some of these shots are set up and there's like a thousand things in the background and they just look impeccable and you're like the idea of putting these all together is nuts but then on an emotional like level, I just don't connect with them mm-hmm. as much as other people. Okay. Um, so I would say if you're somebody who's like, I need, I want to get into Wes Anderson movies. I want, I want to, you know, see what the fuss is about. Don't start with this. Okay. Um, if you're a fan, I you feel like, have already seen. I, mm-hmm. All right.
0: So I feel like, uh, I'm looking at a list of his movies and I feel mm-hmm. like I, I haven't watched sh- maybe any of these. Um, but I, I feel like just based on what I've heard, I feel like the one you would start with is probably the Grand Budapest Hotel. I feel like that's the one I've heard everyone talk about. Um, I, 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 pro- I probably, I would say not that one. Really? Okay. Honestly,
1: I would probably see something like um, one of his early ones. I think there's one called like Bottle Rocket or Rushmore. One of those two. Okay. They're, they're the, you watch those, and they just look like regular movies. The Royal Tenenbaums. Um, the, <laughs> the Royal Tenenbaums. <laughs> I, I've seen probably a little bit one. of that. Okay. And pro- probably even fantastic mr fox that's my favorite movie of his okay. the animated one i think it's very simple it's just like an animated movie george clooney voices the the mr fox and he's great um and even moonrise kingdom because moonrise kingdom is kind of like it's a coming of age tale and you and i had talked about this a couple weeks ago oh, it's it's about to, how they're, they're, it, it's hard to fuck them up <laughs> it's hard to fuck them up and they're in the end it's a hard to fuck them up but then b it's they're so universal sometimes that there's no way you don't connect to them. Right. Right. Like, even if they're like saying weird shit or being, you know, like, you know, like doing like quirky dialogue, there's no way that you don't go, oh, I remember being in camp or doing this or doing that. So I would say, I guess, yeah, one of yeah, probably Rushmore Royal Tenenbaums or uh, Moonrise Kingdom or Fantastic Mr. Fox. But then there's some, I think Grand Pudapest is a little, it's like, you have to know a what, a little you, extra know, eccentric.
0: The, like, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Even though it is very good, I think it is excellent. It's the most it's Wes Anderson, so you probably, like, that kind of thing? Like, it's it's very mm-hmm. Wes Anderson, so you need to, like, work your yes. way into it? Okay. Exactly.
1: And I think it's as Wes Anderson as this one, except this one's a little bit more uh, thematically uh, um, rigid okay. to get into. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's Asteroid City. I've seen some people love it. I didn't. Um, but, yeah, it, it was... Yeah, it wasn't too long. It was like an hour forty, so it wasn't like I was like, "Oh my god, we get it." You're quirky. <laughs> um,
0: so, uh, but yeah, that's Straight City. What, what else have you been? Okay, so watching? um, I will talk about. Uh, so actually, before our last episode, I'm mm. pretty sure I had seen this and then forgot to talk about it. Um, that, or it was just the way. It might have just been the way the the scheduling fell on on the episodes of us recording, but okay. I watched The Big Short. Um, Which I hadn't seen before, Um, and uh, so one thing I will preface it with is that I'm like 99% sure that like something's wrong with my memory because (laughs) I watched this maybe two weeks ago, and like Mm -hmm. I had to like piece by piece figure out what this movie was. Like I knew it, like I I knew it was good. But I was like, fuck, what was it? like?" And I knew it was about like the uh, the housing market collapse. But I was like, I can't remember anything in the movie. And then I was like, fuck, I can't even remember the characters. And I was like, alright, hold on. And, like, I had to work myself through I was like, it starts with Ryan Gosling. Okay, and then, then I'm yep. like, okay, then Christian Bale. Okay, <laughs> Like, uh, so one thing... That cast is fucking ridiculous. Um... You see our boy Ken, our boy Kendall Roy. Oh yeah, yeah, with the fucking shaved head. Uh, uh, God, yeah. it's fucking incredible! I. Uh, Ryan Gosling's like, that's a nice shirt. Do they make it in men's? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So, anyways, I I started to remember it, but it was just I was like, there's something wrong with me that I have to like really piece this together, um, having just seen it like two weeks ago. Um. But anyways, very good movie. All right, so yeah, I'm I'm already forgetting people in the cast, but. I'm just going to pull this up. So it's got fucking uh, Kendall Roy, you know, I mean, like in a minor role before he's mm-hmm. huge. Uh, yeah. Well, I guess I don't, I don't, hmm. what is his status right now? Is he huge or is it, is he just like, uh, is he like uh, fucking George Costanza? Like, you know what I mean? Where I it's like, he's, he's that guy and that he'll be huge for that guy, but like not really still and everything else.
1: I think that that one, that that's like remains to be seen. Hopefully he'll branch out. But I think I probably would imagine him something like Brian Cranston. Okay. Right. Where, like, people know him, and I think if you watch Breaking Bad, you're like, that's the guy. But if you didn't, you're like, oh, that's the guy from that show who was supposed to be really good. So I think it's like that. Okay. Like a Brian Cranston level right now.
0: All right. So we've got Steve Carell, he's great in it. Christian Bale, great. Ryan Gosling. Mm-hmm. Brad Pitt. So Brad Pitt doesn't show up until I feel like it over halfway through the movie. And he, like, turns, and he's got, like,
2: uh,
0: classic, like, kind of just, like, old... Uh, I don't want to say uppity, but like that that kind of haircut and a beard and like glasses. And he yeah. turned around, I'm like, is that Brad Pitt? <laughs> and my dad was like, yeah, it is. And I was like, are you serious? <laughs> um, so Brad Pitt, Jeremy Strong, Marissa Tomei. Um, I, there's just so many fucking people in this. And I was just like, I don't understand. Uh, Karen Gillen's in it for like a very short period. I think oh, yes, she has like yes. a very mm-hmm. small role. And I'm like, I just... Whoever did this nailed it, right? <laughs> they, they were Melissa
1: like, Leo, who I think had just won an Oscar for Best Supporting Actress. She's the lady at the at the rating agency with the big glasses, the big black glasses.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, got all these fucking people in it. Um, th- there's a few that I didn't mention because it's like, I think it's like a weird choice, but I love it. Um, it's like the when they break away from the movie to just like really make sure you understand what's going on. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's like Margot Robbie in like a fucking tub Just explaining like fucking Mm -hmm. what a uh, random mortgage term is And then you have the uh, Selena Gomez's one At a like casino And then Anthony Bourdain is like cooking and talking about stuff Those are like really cool bits Um, The thing I Like I said, it's incredible Very good storytelling It moves super well Like it's never Mm -hmm. slowing down At all. Like it... You expect something to happen every 5 to 10 minutes. Right? Like in... I don't know if that's just because... Like the housing market crash was like a giant deal. And a bunch of shit going on. Or if it's just... You know... Or some combination of director really nailing it and that. But... Um... Brian Gosling's kind of just like your... He's your tour guide through the whole movie. Um... It's all good. The thing that was the most surprising for me is that I didn't realize. And I could be wrong but i'm like 90 sure that's adam mckay is the director yes mm-hmm. who is yeah, the guy mm-hmm. who did anchorman right <laughs> like yeah so it's like and it was so weird i was like oh wait so this is a guy that does Step stepbrothers anchorman the other guys talladega nights maybe and it's he does all the movies with will Ferrell basically and then it's like yeah he does the big short and it's incredible like it's directed well it's it's not really a comedy you know what i mean like it, it i was just yeah. surprised
1: yeah, he. So, you can. You, have you seen the other guys? Right. Yeah. You know, at the end, it, it sort of like the whole movie. The whole, the main plot is the housing crisis stuff, right? It's like a bank. Oh, ste- the big short. It's like a bank. No, no. In um, the other guys, I thought. Um. No, the I think at the, the other guys is
0: uh Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg.
1: Hmm. Yeah, but at the end, like the main, the main like um plot or the main um mystery or whatever that they solve i think it's like bank related oh okay all right and uh at the end during the end credits they go like when the the financial thing collapsed here's who made money here's who didn't make money and people always say they're like you can literally trace a line to the big short like during the end credits of the other guys (laughs) because it's like
0: about that
1: um and so so this movie came out what 2015 i think and I remember it very vividly because it was supposed because it was from him. Now he's got a little bit more sway because of this movie, but but back then it was just supposed to just come out like it was just gonna be like a drama kind of like oh you know it's the big short it came out on Friday about like the banking collapse blah blah blah
0: blah. How movies used but to think, do like not every yeah, movie had to be like a giant event.
1: Uh And so then it, it came out and and people were like whoa like that's like really fucking good and then they started putting like Oscar push money behind it to get it nominated for stuff. Um, and it was, I think it was nominated for Best Picture. I think Bale was nominated for Best Supporting Actor. And um, it won Best Adapted Screenplay. Um, so Adam McKay, the guy who did Anchorman, has an Oscar. It's <laughs> kind of wild. Um, and um, was I was going to say with that. But yeah, it, 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 it is interesting. Oh, and you can also, you know, because he pro- ended up, him and Wilfredo ended up producing Succession. And you can 100% see the shooting style, the cinematography, or like the sort of um, visual language in this one of succession in this right, like the the sort of hovering um, handheld camera that like zooms in on stuff, you know, yeah. like, like pants in still, and it's like constant like sort of not shaking, not shaking camera, but it's just like you know, it'll look at Will Ferrell, and then it'll like um, you know pan up to the guy behind him, and then like sort of zoom in and like lose focus, and then it'll like cut kind of
0: you know, it's like you see that visual style from Succession in this one which is kind of where it started yeah like I, I, I mean not, not to be stupid the fucking opening scene with like Steve Carell is just like him walking down the street and it's like I think he's like at a distance and like zooms in on him as he's like walking yeah. through a crowd like talking on the phone
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he's like oh I, I can't see it has sort of like a paparazzi look to it yeah, yeah. um I, I think um, I love Steve Carell's performance in it because he is the most stressed exhausted man in every scene. Every time they explain something to him, they're like, Oh, how many houses do you have? I got three. And it's like, Oh, and he like holds his, his head, you know? And he's like, Oh my God. Oh, we are so fucked. (laughs) Somebody else says, he's like, Oh, don't worry about me. I got my bonus. And he's like, Jesus Christ. We're facing the the apocalypse. Um, Every single scene. He's
0: losing his mind. Yeah. There's a scene with, a fucking, uh, God, one of them I don't recognize, and the other one is uh, Schmidt from New Girl. Oh, yes, There's yes, yes, yes. It's, it's, um, the blonde guy is,
1: um, oh, my God. It's a guy who's in a bunch of shit. He's in Game Night, and he's, oh, God. Because that was the first time I saw him, and I was like, this guy looks so familiar. It's, um, oh, my God. I can't remember his face. It's like he's got a very, he looks like the, the most American, uh, Billy Magnuson. He just looks like a, like oh, yeah. a regular white guy. And, yes, it's him and Schmidt, and they're talking about... Fucking like selling said.
0: all these houses to people that can't afford mm-hmm. them, basically. He's like, oh, yeah, bro, I have, like, four of these I just closed on, blah, blah, blah. It's like... Or they're selling houses, like, people not living in them. Like, it's all sorts of mm-hmm. random shit. But, like, if the guy, <laughs> me and my dad were die because there's one part where one of the guys with uh, Steve Carell, uh, Carell, like, the people... Uh, Jeremy Strong mm-hmm. and one of the other guys. They're like talking to these guys, and these guys are like sleazeball, like bragging about stuff. And the yeah. one guy says something to the other guy's like, haha, yeah. Like, he like is immediately like he's like Steve Crow's <laughs> guy's like, haha. And just like he's like, he did. It's the Chris <laughs> Paul meme. Uh, where yeah, <laughs> oh, uh, uh, he turns around. <laughs> like, Shit killed me. Um, but, yeah, that that movie's incredible. Like you said, Steve Carell is legitimately, like, the most stressed out person. He's doing lunch with that one, like, high up dude. Oh, like, the Asian he, guy, the yeah. Asian guy, mm-hmm. and he's like, the guy's just like, yeah, man, it doesn't matter, because it's, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's housing. It's never going to collapse. And Steve Carell's like, mm-hmm. wait. Like he's, like, he's, like, in the middle of this dinner, like you said, he's like both monster. hands in his head. Like, and he fucking just storms <laughs> off.
1: <laughs> he's like, I'm going to be sick. He's like, fuck you. <laughs> and then, from then on, it's just like that. He talks to this guy, and he's like, "You don't get it."
0: Oh. Yeah. Like he, so the thing is, he asks. My favorite thing is he asks for an explanation every time. He's like, yeah. "All right, so let me get this <laughs> hey, wait, straight. Wait, 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 wait. You have done nothing and like got this money over here on something that you know is gonna fail, and, and 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 like you're just getting paid off of it." And they're like, "Yeah, it's great." And he's like, "Oh my god."
1: That's <laughs> um, why it's so funny. Every single scene is like that, right? From the moment, even from the beginning, even before. He's, yeah, like, he's like,
0: oh, a business that just treats their customers like shit. I can't imagine how this would work. <laughs> how do you treat people like this? He's freaking the fuck out about just some random small thing. Um, that's like his whole thing. She's like, maybe you should talk to a therapist. There's something. He's like, she wants him to quit working. He's like, I, I, I'm just always like this. It's like, this is. He's like, I hate it, but I love it. And it's, like, how I am. Um, I always, um,
1: the scene, the first scene where Ryan Gosling comes to talk to them, and he's got, like, the little tower. Yeah. <clears throat> and he's, like, um, he's, get, and Ryan Gosling's got that guy
0: with him yeah. or something. Yeah. <laughs> And he's like, you're, he's like, you're too close. <laughs> <laughs> he treats that dude like shit the whole time. Like he shows up in other scenes. And he's like, oh, he talking to the other guy. So he's like, hey, can you shut the fuck up? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I know he says something. He's like,
1: he's like, I forget Ryan Gosling's name. He's like, good job, Brian. He's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yes. <that's- laughs> and he's like, he's like, how do you know these? And he's like, look, that's my numbers guy. And it's like an Asian guy. Yeah. He's like, look at him. Look at his face. Oh, and then, and and then speaking, it hands over nice. to, like,
0: just him. And he's like, I don't do any he's of this. Like, uh, he's, like, he's,
1: like, he's, like, he's like, look at his face. And then Steve curls like, that's not very nice. Like, I don't, I don't. <laughs> oh,
0: God. This movie's great. It's and the heard, thing. He's from China. And then, it, like,
1: hands to him, right? Where he's, he's like, just, yeah, he's like, he's, like, 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 he's like, nah, I'm from california or some shit like he's like i'm from california he's like i got second in that math competition like that's not <laughs> he tells me not to talk I know that he's like he's like he brings me in but he tells me not to talk
0: <laughs> uh so the big short um the thing is is so like we're laughing about all of the shit but it's like not strictly a comedy it's like definitely like yeah. legitimate drama like movie like you said it like the it deserves end. an oscar push
1: oh yeah at the very end when it's like when it's all coming down yeah and every time that steve Carell, it's it it does a great job because it, it you know the stakes so at the time you know at the end every time that steve Carell writes in on not steve correll um christian bale yes, right? he bro. writes the number You're on the so board that's the fuck out how much money he's losing and then how much money he's making when you know that when he makes the money you know it's it's a double-edged sword because it's like he's losing money like fuck because you feel for him because it's like he's about to get fucking fired he's about to get like destroyed right but then when it rebounds right it doesn't it right and, yeah. I, I, mm-hmm. I, it's when he, and then he gets At and the then very he end. a big number yeah you go that's great for him but then you realize that the whole fucking country is fucked because that means that for him to make money off of that means that somebody else had to lose a bunch like we know had the housing market had to collapse
0: yeah and that's like uh it, steve carell's whole dilemma that's like his whole thing he's like I, we can mm-hmm. not make money off of this but like if we're making money off this that means that everything is colla- or no not uh steve carell i mean it is a little bit brad pitt that's Red thing hit, he tells yeah. to the two younger guys, it, like because they're freaking out about how much money they're probably gonna make at the casino. Yeah. And he turns around, and he's like, "Just remember that you making this money means that like millions and millions of Americans are like gonna be fucked." And they're like, "And fun. they're
1: like, but, oh. is, you, see, <laughs> is, you see something like every time that the unemployment uh, record goes up
0: one percent, like four hundred thousand people die yeah, or something yeah, like something that?'" Yeah, something like that. Yeah, but um, yeah. yeah. So it's a drama. There's tons of funny bits in it. It's a really good movie. Um,
1: yeah, and then at the end, there's like the there's like this insane amount of dread at the end. You know, when Christian Bell's wrapping it up, and they're like, you know, because he's he's working stuff. He's like, yeah. And the next thing that Christian Bell's working on, or the, you know, the character is like, oh, it's just water. You know, he's yeah. just
0: like that's just like his next thing. He's like, oh,
1: okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>.
0: <laughs> and then and then they do the whole thing where it's like, you would think that uh, like after all of this, that these regulations. Or, no, it, mm-hmm. I think it I don't think it says like you would think. I think it says that's what happens. Like I think it's like so the the oh. nation like adds all these regulations, blah blah blah, and it's like, but none of that happened and Yeah, it's like, mm-hmm. you're like fuck. Right, yeah. yeah, and then like I turned to my dad and I was like, like after it, I was like, all right. So all this, so I was like, but didn't they also still remove even more regulations on banks recently? And he's like, yeah, and I'm mm-hmm. like, great, this is good, all good. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh man! But anyway, so yeah, very good movie. Um, yeah, Christian Bale's whole shit is terrifying. Like, he, the, he, like his is the least fun out of all all of the storylines. His is the least fun because mm-hmm. like he's sitting there, he's like, "I know we're gonna make the money," and he's like, "It's just plunging." His boss is mad at him. He's like, sends that he's if all the people pull their money out, then he just straight up loses the money with no chance to get it back. So he's like. None of you can touch your money, and everyone's like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, it's just a whole fucking mess. But yeah, big short. So, And the other thing I want to touch on, just because it's very short, um, for what I'm about to say, is uh, Final Fantasy 16. Not done with it, so I'm not going to go into it too much. Um, mm-hmm. You're not going to believe this ever. It's not a perfect game, but 10 out of 10. Like, I get it. I get it. I get it. I, get it. I play it, and I fucking get it. I'm like, ah, there it is. So, uh, the biggest problem for me at the moment, and, uh, it's, it's one, man, it's, it's a problem and I don't know how, This is like one of those things where it's like, if the rest of this game wasn't so good, and like, clearly, I'm trying to explain, not like rushed or like, uh, cookie cutter, like garbage, if that makes sense, like, I'm trying to think how to explain it, like... I guess, uh, like, an Assassin's Creed game at this point, like, it, it may be good, um, but, like, ultimately, it's still just the same thing we did last time. You know what I mean? And so, like, mm-hmm. let's say there were some bad things about it, like, and you're like, oh, but it still plays good. And it's like, well, yeah, because there's all yeah. these other games, It's they're just copy and pasting that part. So, because so much of this was, like, you can tell there's a lot of care and time and thought put into so much of it that, like... The big thing that's wrong with it is the game runs like shit. Um it it's it runs very poorly. Um mm. But uh I don't, and here's the thing, I don't know how this makes sense. It it will drop frame rate and like look like it's kinda stuttering. Uh when you're walking around in random towns, like not I'm trying to explain this, like not battle area. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know how a lot of games that are like you can be out in the wild fighting around but then you like walk into a town and it's like your dude walks slower and he's just kind of like you're, you're doing story stuff in the town
1: yeah it runs uh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause you, you can't uh you, i'm like clicking
0: run but it's like no you have to run at this pace here yeah and you forward. can't like you can jump but like half the jump you know what i mean like mm-hmm. all this little yep. shit yep so like it runs like shit in those areas and i'm like this seems like this should be like Because of the slow pace, I get there's a lot of shit going on, but I feel like this should run fine. Like, you turn the camera, you can see it, like, kind of stuttering, and it's like, ah, that's bad. Um, But the thing, there are cutscenes where the frame rate drops, and I'm like, this is just a fucking cutscene. I don't know why this would be happening. But you get in fights, and it's fucking butter smooth, and it doesn't look any worse. I don't know what they Mm -hmm. did. My guess is the magic is that, like, once you get into a fight, It basically just abandons everything outside of the small area where you're fighting to make sure Mm -hmm. that it runs super smooth. It, like, literally the moment anything attacks you, it's, like, butter smooth. It's fucking great the whole time. And I'm like, alright, cool, I don't know what the fuck's going on. So, it runs like shit. Um, The, (laughs) you get used to it, because ultimately when I say it runs like shit, it's just frame rate drops. It's not like your character's fucking falling through the ground and shit like that. You know what I mean? It just, it looks bad. Mm-hmm. And and you do get used to it over time. Uh, there's a couple areas with a lot of shit going on and it happens and you're like, okay, I see it. But um, ultimately, like I said, great caretaking with everything else. It's it's fantastic. There's, there's so much going on. Um, 10 out of 10. It's not a perfect game, but 10 out of 10. Uh, when... <laughs> When I'm done, Does your PlayStation. Do uh, you have the disc copy or the digital only one? I have digital. Oh, sorry, I have this The disc version. Okay. When I'm done with this game, I might send this to you, so that way you can you can try it out. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I saw
1: um, Jacob Geller said the same thing that you said, which is like, I love it, but it's got its issues, and I, th- I think he's
0: like you as well, where he hasn't finished it yet. Yeah, I'm. I don't know how far I am, uh, but like, God, there's just so much. To... And all right, so the thing is, is like. I'll be interested to hear your take on it because the thing is, there's a lot of things that I love about it that are because it's a Final Fantasy game. Um, mm. there's a lot of like, I'm trying to think. Of how to explain this. There's things that are super hype to me that might not be as hype to you. Now it's not that like the information is not present. you get what I'm saying? It, uh, We've mm-hmm. talked about this with movies. I can't think of an example, but it's like, uh, like the movie works on its own, but like with that, then you also, if you have um, some experience with it, like these other things are great.
1: You think like a comic book hero movie,
0: maybe? Yeah, exactly. That that's a good one. Like a, like any superhero movie where you know maybe a character shows up and like the character still works within the framework of the story. It's not weird, but oh. you knowing that character, you're like, oh, that that's why yeah. he's there. It's um. It's a uh, the the Dungeons and Dragons movie. Remember? Oh, yep, like, oh, that's what it was. Some,
1: that's something for somebody. I don't know who, yeah. but not
0: me. <laughs> so there's a lot of stuff like that where it's like, and unless that like, it's something for somebody but not for me. It's more that like, it's something for me but it's more for someone else. Um, mm. so I'd be interested to see your uh, uh, your take on it. The one thing that's like fucking dope as shit uh, that I think is that. There's these... There's been summons in every Final Fantasy game. Uh, like, your character will just summon, like, a big monster. that, that They all have the same names. Uh, uh, and you know that in, like, none of the Final Fantasy games other than the ones that are literally named. Like, 7, 8, 9, and 10 don't have anything to do with each other. Um, mm-hmm. The only ones that will have anything to do with each other, basically, story-wise, are, like, 10 and ten two, And then, like, 13, um, mm-hmm. so this one like it doesn't have anything to do with the other games but like the same things show up um but like anyways these these summons that you would normally just use as like a one like a big attack once in other games um they are much more prevalent in this game and not really used the same way um it's just so dope I, I was gonna tell you something I was like I'll just leave I'll leave it because when you run into it you. I feel like you might be like this is awesome um, so yeah that's where I'm at with that definitely if you're into like action RPGs it's not super heavy on like weird like RPG mechanics it's like very mm-hmm. light on those which is not necessarily what I was hoping for like I I, I, I enjoy the heavy RPG things
1: but it is mm-hmm.
0: not lacking because they're not there if that makes sense like the mm-hmm. game doesn't feel hollow because I'm missing that stuff it's just not there um, but that's probably better for a lot of people because a lot of people don't like looking at the little minutiae of, of stuff like that. So I think it found a nice little uh, midway point to kind of keep everybody happy.
2: Okay.
0: Also, Yoshi P, the guy who did it, uh, he he said they were going to try and... they said, He said a patch would be coming to fix the frame rate. It has not happened yet. Um, they did one thing, so there's performance mode and graphics mode. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, performance mode's higher frame rate. Graphics mode's mm-hmm. higher visual fidelity or whatever. But the thing is that the... Some people said the graphic ran better because instead of trying to hit 60 and only sometimes getting 40 and getting that stuttering effect, it's just mm-hmm. a solid 30. Um, I tried to use the graphical one, and the motion blur was out-fucking-rageous. You couldn't see shit when you moved the camera. It was just a fucking mess. Yeah. And they... I always go frame rate... And, i i always go frame rate but like i could see where someone's like having a consistent frame rate at 30 looks better Mm -hmm. than 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 like like flying around between 60 and 40 and it looking choppy because it's trying to go back and forth um but they did add a thing to reduce the motion blur so with if you go graphical and tearing down the motion blur i'm gonna see how it looks and if it's if it's worth it um just to right. be smoother, as opposed to like a uh, performing better. But anyways, right, right. that's all you know. Small, small nitpicky shit. But yeah, the game's incredible. I there's so much. Like I, I'll be interested to hear your uh, take on it. There's the story is in, I think, incredible. And like, like I said, outside of just Final Fantasy stuff. Um, but I'll, I'll talk more about it later. So, but that's that's what I'm doing right now.
1: Nice. And how many hours do you think you're into it right now? I have no
0: idea. Um, I have no idea. I, I, I've i done every side thing as it's popped up. One thing that's cool, uh, side quests in this game, uh, li- like a bunch of extra, sh- like, not a bunch, little extra shit in this game, kind of all over the place. Not open world collect a thousand of them. Like, it's like, mm. here's a side quest you deal with. These people... It is trying to tell you something about the world, inform you of your character. Like, the side quests are not, there's not a thousand of them, and they all, they don't matter because they are side quests. But, like, when I give this to you, even knowing how I know, like, maybe you're not familiar with these games, or or maybe you don't normally play games like this, I would suggest doing all the side quests as they appear. There's, like, some big... emotional story background stuff that happens in these side quests that you still know without them, but like it adds more weight to it with them. Um, Oh, just a, you want to know the dopest quality of life thing I've ever seen in a video game that this one does. And I can't believe others haven't done it. Hmm. You can only hold like four potions. If you have four potions and a potion is on the ground, it automatically uses one of your potions and gives it to you. Like, so so you're not having to, like, go in your inventory or switch to potions, use it, pick it up, and then have it in inventory. Like, it will just automatically, even if you're full health, it's just, like, use the potion, fill your up with a new one you found. And I'm like, like oh, my God, that's so great. <laughs> also, like, after fights, you don't have to go pick up all the shit. Like, after the fight's done, everything, that every enemy job just swarms to you. Like, you're not... Having... Oh, it just swarms to you? Oh, that's it's, the best so, it's so fucking good. <laughs> like, it's so many little quality of life things, I'm like, oh, it's beautiful. Um. So, yeah. Final Fantasy That's how,
1: um... I believe that's how Horizon was. I think, maybe, maybe you have to
0: pick it up. Or no, you have to like examine the animal, and then it like pfft, comes yeah. to you. Yeah. But um. But yeah, it's 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 uh it's really good.
1: So nice, nice. What else you got? I'm excited to play it. Yeah, I'm excited to get into it and, and see what you think. Because then it's also nice to have somebody who's already played it. Because then I can be like, so how do you? What do you suggest with this? Because that's why I asked Mike whenever I I was playing. Watch Dogs too because I knew he played it. And I was like, all right, Mike, so, like, how do I... was it Watch Dogs? Maybe it was something else where I was like, how... No, it was um Jedi. It was the Jedi game. I was oh, like, okay. So, how... as I'm playing, how should I play this? And he's like, oh, the side stuff, that's all cosmetic. You don't need it. You should do... You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that kind of stuff. And, and I always find that helpful because it's like... Yeah, the game's going to tell you. You need to do everything, but it's like, hey, I need a real human who's played it to right. be like, "No, no, 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 no. Here's how you do it. You, you know, you do a little bit of this, a little bit of that, maybe go back and forth, you
0: know." Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um Yeah, so definitely uh, when I get finished with it, assuming I feel like I'm done with it, you know what I mean? And I don't need to like do anything again. I'm definitely going to send it to you. Nice. Cool. So all right. So what uh, what else you got going on? Uh Yeah. Looks like maybe two more things
1: yeah too quick i'll go through them real quick uh both comedies um one is uh, no hard feelings with jennifer lawrence um and uh, it was funny it, it, it's a good movie it's a basically the story of this, this uh, 30-ish year old woman who lives in long island and she's an uber driver and they tow her car and so then she can't pay it and so she needs money fast or she's gonna lose her house it's like that kind of thing and she sees an ad for these parents who want a woman to date their kid, their son, because he's about to go to college, but he's kind of like really, um, sheltered, right? He doesn't leave his room. He just plays video games all day. He doesn't do much. And so the dad is like, well, you know, when I, before I went to college, I met a woman and we we fell in love. But then when I got to college, even though we broke up, I felt like a different person. I felt like a new man. And so they want that for their son. So they hired Jennifer Lawrence to do that with their son. Okay. Um, and it's really funny. And, and it's like, I, I think, um, it's not like super bad level like it's not you know a, a classic like the hangover or bridesmaids or something it's it's a it's a bar it's a a rung below that it's more like role models um let's see uh, I love you man okay um I'm trying to think of another one you know like that right like, right like like that's sort of like a level below and I was um I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about this movie and, and they summed it up perfectly. And I think I've said this before where they go, I would like this movie, be I would like this movie more if it was better, which is like, <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's pretty good, but you know, it's, you know, I had a great time, but it's like, it's missing that little extra oomph that gets it to the the golden level. Yeah. Um, so I think, but I was telling, um, a friend who hadn't seen it I was like, but we need to have these in theaters because for there to be a bridesmaids or a hangover or a knocked up or super bad, there have to be, there has to be an environment where there are just okay movies, you know, and that everything has to
0: be a classic. But right. For there because to you be didn't classic, know that super bad was going to be a classic. You released it exactly. because if it only became a good movie, then it's fine. But like now exactly. every good movie is a failure because it has to be a classic. You don't get a chance to, to take to risks have those on classics. those things.
1: Exactly exactly yeah so we have to have an environment where those exist um so i but i think you know like i think i've said before here you know not everybody can go see every movie i do think you know if you have some if you have a chance to see it in theaters check it out but i definitely think it's worth watching at home i think it's hour and a half nice comedy um she really gets a chance to to like stretch you know she's, she's definitely committed right like she's she's very funny and i, I think it's not a movie where they were like well who can we get we gotta get the movie okay jennifer lawrence and she's like okay
0: i want a paycheck like it seems like she developed the movie yeah. with her production company so uh i watched her hot ones interview mm-hmm. and i think she said this movie came about because like a while ago gene showed her the script and they loved it and but they were like they couldn't get it they either couldn't get it made or like COVID happened or something happened and it just got put on the back burner And then, like, after COVID happened and they both were, like, trying to, like, not trying to come back, but, like, you know what I mean? You get back in the groove of things and, the like, they mentioned it again and they both were, like, they super wanted to do it. So I'm assuming that's why she's all in is that, like, years ago it was brought up, they wanted to do it and they had to put it on the back burner. So when they came back, it was, like, you know what I mean? It's like her baby, right? was like,
1: no, yeah, no. Yeah. So definitely recommend it. Yeah, and it's cool to see, you know, because it's like, you know, she's got a fucking Oscar. She's like a big-time actress, right? right? And she's like in dramas, and so it's cool to see her be like, no, you know, we need this other stuff. And I'd be stuffy, and I'd be like, oh, I don't, I don't do those kinds of films. I right. like to, you know. So it is cool to, to see that, and, and hopefully other people do it. That's um, so no hard feelings. And then I also uh, finished up Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso, the whole series, season three was the finale um did you want remind me did you watch the first two seasons or did you watch
0: the first one i believe i watched the first two i'm trying to think yeah two- no i definitely watched the first two because the second one ends with <laughs> the villain of yeah the
1: villain. nate yeah okay yeah, yeah. So I, I, watched- I remember you talked about how i fucked up the episode count yeah yeah that's what right were ten. <laughs> yeah um so sydney and i watched this one and we both went into it very like um sort of hesitant sort of looking at this movie kind of like homework a little bit. Um, because both her and I we talked about it before we started the show. We had seen on Twitter that everybody was like, Oh my god, it fell off a cliff. Oh my gosh, yeah. it lost the shoes, it was a pe you know, it sucks now. And so we were both like, Well, it's the last season, might as well wrap it up. That way we can say we watched the whole thing. Um, and both of us when it ended, we were both like, What the fuck are they talking about? Um, because <laughs> I mean, so yes, it's not as um, sound um, story structured as previous seasons, where like, especially season one, right? It's, you know, it's bam, 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 bam. It's tight as a drum. Everybody, you know, point A to point B to point C, you know, very like, you know, very like streamlined, right? Right, yep. And this one, I think, because now, and especially in season one, you only really know, you know, the owner, Ted, Roy a little bit keely and uh jamie and jamie that's right like know, nate. that's it and, and nate right and, and even them you know some of them sort of merge and nate a little bit right so yeah. it's like it's like a few characters here there and then by the time you get to this one you know those people plus like the whole team plus like um what's his name the owner's like um i forget his name is like her, her money man plus like nate's family Plus beer. So the, yeah. it's like the cast is huge. And so what ends up happening is that everybody's got like a little story beat little thing here and there, but it's just so much that you probably it, don't get it feels more enough
0: for like a full, full like arc for everybody. Right. Yeah.
1: But, it, but, but I think ultimately what's really cool or what I, what I enjoyed is that, yes, there isn't like a big overarching, I mean, it, there is, but it's like not as strong as before. But what ends up happening is that you just watch these episodes and you're like, I'm just hanging out with these people that are funny, that I like hanging out with and, like yeah. hanging out with like the team and they're doing like their little shenanigans. And so, yes, it's not as tight, but I'm also like, what are people talking about? Like the people not enjoy hanging out with these co- characters in our comedy. Like I, I don't. Right. because so that know, was kind of like
0: to, that. That was kind of like one of the main appeals to me of the first season is that like, these are people that are just nice to be around. You know what I
1: mean? <laughs> exactly. Yes. And that's in this, that's season three in a nutshell. Um, I will say though, as I'm firing it up, I'll like I would push play on an episode, and it would be like, all right, episode five. Uh, you know, it starts. You see the timer at the bottom. It's like an hour and five minutes to go. And I remember being like, sitting is like, what the fuck is this? This is an hour comedy. Okay. Like I, I asked for comedy, not an hour long drama. And um, but you know, it, it happens. But um, but yeah, overall, the season, a perfect, nice little bow. The finale when it was ending up. You know, it sort of wraps up the whole series, and you know, think you know everybody's ending. And I was kind of like, I, I was, I told her, I was like, that's actually kind of, you know, it was actually kind of sad because you were like, oh, I'm never going to see these characters ever again. You know, it's like that. It's like you're sort of, right. I'm never going to see them hanging out in that pub and like, you know, and then you know, do the little shenanigans on the team and figuring out shit, right? Like that's it, right? That's the end of the of the series. So, I 100% recommend it. I we her and I were both like, we had no idea we were like did we like transport to a different universe where we actually got the good season because we didn't quite quite know what people were were talking about yes not as good as seasons one and two but definitely not this
0: collapse that people were tweeting about right okay that's uh ted lasso season three if you were to rank the seasons uh would it probably just go in order? Like the first season, yeah second season, third mm-hmm. season, the worst. Yeah. okay Yeah, one, two, and three. Yeah. Yeah. I mean
1: that first season is still amazing. I remember watching it and being like, Holy shit, like this is like legitimately incredible. Um and two's pretty good. And then three's, you know, it's a fun time. It's good. Um definitely ignore the haters because this is not that. I was her and I were both very much like when we started the first season or the first episode, we were like well, here we go. Time to get this done, and then by the end, we were like, "No, this, you know, is one hundred percent worth our time and, and worth watching."
0: Awesome. Um, it's definitely on the list of things <laughs> yeah. uh, for me to watch. So, also on the list of things for me to watch is Mission Impossible Six because I watched Mission ah. Impossible uh, Mission Impossible Five uh, this past weekend. Um, nice five. Uh, great. Uh, it's like it's. Hmm. So I don't know that it's been a little bit since I saw four. Cause I kind of watched, mm-hmm. I've watched four a while ago and then just now did five. Um, so I, I'd, I'd really probably need to watch them back to back to rank one over the other. Mm-hmm. I feel like they are similar enough. Like, like they are, they are I think 4 was amazing. I think 5 is just as good as 4. 5 may be better than 4 if I watch them back to back. But like, it is very clearly not a drop in quality, I guess is what I would say. It doesn't give me like, a uh, this is just another sequel. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it it seems like the same amount of care was taken with both. Um, yeah. It's incredible. Um, I wonder how... Hmm, I'm trying to think. Like So the big... Probably the... Big action set pieces—the water, right?
1: Yeah, the water that goes into the—it's like one big long one. It goes from the water to the car chase to the bike chase. Yeah,
0: that's right. So the the mm-hmm. yeah, okay. So the thing was like I, I, the most suspenseful out of all those is probably the water. Um, yes. Mm-hmm. The I had seen that just that scene, so I didn't realize that was from this movie until he mentioned they had to go in the water. I was like. Uh, that's where I saw it, um, and I saw it because uh, one of those corridor crew videos, they had a Tom Cruise contest to see which person could be most like Tom Cruise, and one of they like they did like four random challenges, and one of them was like to hold your breath for as long as as Tom Cruise like holds his breath in that scene, so I like I they played that scene along with each person trying to hold their breath, uh, so I've, I've seen that, um, but that was good uh, the. I love um,
1: in that scene just before that one. You know, this is the movie. This is the first movie with um, Christopher McQuarrie writing it, and he wrote and directed this one Fallout, and then the new the two new that are going to come out. Okay, um, and um, it's the first one that really sort of does that. In, you know, we were talking about how you know in, in the previous ones, Ethan sometimes is like, "I'm the coolest motherfucker." I do these missions, Ugh. and this is the first one that sort of goes like. Um, like that reluctant hero where he's like ah, fuck right yeah um because i love where where they're like we you know to get in there you'd have to hold your breath for like five minutes and then simon peg's like oh yeah that's nothing yeah ethan yeah you're good right yeah, you're gonna do it and he just looks at him like i mean i guess like yeah. I, you know like he's I,
0: like he's like you'd have to hold your breath for two minutes and he's like yeah that's nothing Ethan could do that and she's like well then you have to do this while you're down there and he's like okay so three minutes he can do that and it's like but you also use more <laughs> oxygen while yeah. like mm-hmm. having to yeah like you use more oxygen when you're exerting yourself and he's going to have to do that and he's like yeah no problem I, yeah no problem why'd you just volunteer <laughs> me for this <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: um sorry yeah but yeah i just wanted to mention that because i was like anyway, in my rewatch it was so funny because i feel like in like mission impossible Two or three, Tom Cruise would have been like. Yeah, Tom Cruise two would, two would have words. been the one. Like, I can do that. easy. Yeah, easy work, light work. Yeah.
0: Um, the, the one moment that probably because they're not comedies, obviously. Um, but there's like always a little funny bit here and there. It seems mm-hmm. in the last few, at least. The thing that killed me the fucking most in this this uh, this movie is fucking Jeremy Renner brings in Ving Rhames and he's like, we have to find them before they do. Blah blah blah. Right? Like, and he's like. Mm-hmm. Well, you see, blah, blah, blah. And he, like, he explains, he's like, all right, so do you see the difference between these two pictures? And it's like the way Tom Cruise drew her is like, oh, he knows her. He trusts her, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, so I'm going to just look for her face or something like that. And Jeremy huh. was like, all right, how long will this take? He's like, done. And I'm, <laughs> he's like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> like Jeremy was stressing stress the fuck out that they won't be able to find him before <laughs> the other guy does. He's like immediately like, yeah, found him. He uh, <laughs> that's what you called me, bro. You could called me an expert. <laughs> Um, um i
1: love the little monologue that they give alec baldwin because he's got a great voice i mean no matter oh, yeah. what because a piece of shit he can be sometimes he's got a, such a that great like rough
0: like i am alec baldwin and he's like sir yeah i mean literally you know, glengarry like, glenn ross like he has he's in the movie for what like that, fucking that one scene and it's like mm-hmm. it gave him it. like wild notoriety because it's so good i feel like
1: um, Christopher McQuarrie wrote that little paragraph where he's, or the little monologue where he's like, Sir, you know, there is nothing he can't break. He's probably even thought about this meeting right now. He's the living manifestation of destiny. Yeah, and, start, and then it is Tom Cruise. It's Tom Cruise. And you, you just go like, fuck yeah. But I feel 100% that he wrote that and was like, Who can I get to deliver <laughs> this kick
0: ass monologue? Yeah. Alec Baldwin. <laughs> probably. Um, it's like, I, that scene is so great because it's like, I mean, I know it's just story beats, so I'm just saying the story, Mm -hmm. and it's like, obviously, if the movie's good, the story's good, and I'm just saying a thing that happened in the story, but, like, it's just, he's so against Tom Cruise, and in that very moment, like, all of his, somehow, like, in one fell swoop, like, all of his, not fears, but, like, mistrust, yeah, doubts, uh, are, like, all gone, He's like, oh, this thing's real? Oh, it really is this person? Oh, it really is dangerous? And like so it's like all this shit that he thought Tom Cruise was lying about, he's like, Oh fuck, it's true. And then like <laughs> and then they're like, it is all because of Tom Cruise and his people. So he's like, mm-hmm. Listen, Tom Cruise, <laughs> like and then and then he immediately pulls off the fucking mess. Like and well, you're like, you Ah yes, you got to hear it. And <laughs> <laughs> even give him a little <gasps> i <"I'm doing." laughs> Yeah, it's fucking incredible. Um, so yeah, it's so good. Mission Impossible yeah. Five is awesome. I'm actually gonna watch six tonight and then be ready to watch oh, yeah, seven. Um, yeah, te- next weekend. Text me. Text me during it because I,
1: I I I I well I know some people, you know, they sort of have them sort of ranked in different orders. You know, that two is usually and most people near the bottom or close to the bottom. Some people put three at the bottom because they like how wacky two is. I think
0: if you. I feel like if you put three at the bottom, at the literal bottom, then I would just never respect your opinion on movie ever. <laughs> because two is one of the worst movies I've ever watched. <laughs> yeah, two is ungood. Yeah, I mean it's anybody kind of like that says where... anything other than two in last place, I I do not respect your opinion on anything.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like you can have it but I just want to respect it. Yeah. But, <laughs> you can have um, that opinion.
0: You just, I will never ask for your
1: opinion on anything else. That's fine. Yeah. Um, but for me, for, I mean, I keep, I keep, I, I put two at the bottom, but for me, six is, um, noticeably at the top. Okay. So far. Um, it's, you know, how when I rewatched five, I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to bump up five over four, you know, but they've always been very close. You know, remember, remember I yeah. mentioned that. I, I do remember that. you saying that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I rewatched six and I was like, no, this is very clearly like one better. Like, it's like noticeably like one notch, at least for me. Um, the story, I think in this one, I think Rogue Nation's story is a little tighter mm-hmm. where you can be like one, two, three, four, five. And I think with Fallout, I think I mentioned it's, it, 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 it starts to, you know, it starts to bend. It starts to, you know, get a, unravel a little bit. And then the most insane action set piece you've ever seen happens. And you're like, no, I'm, I'm back. I'm back. And it sounds like. By all accounts, that seven is going to be even better than. That. <laughs> yeah, so I'm hoping, fingers crossed. Yeah, I'm excited, but um, but yeah, yeah. Text me as you're watching or after you finish it, okay. not during it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can um, watching it, but um, uh, yeah, yeah. Just let me know. I was gonna say I was like, I hope. What do you What are you gonna watch it on? Is it on Paramount or Paramount. are you doing Paramount? Okay, because I was gonna say I was like, I'm trying to think if it does um on Paramount, what it does on the Blu-ray, which is at the end of the movie, there's a big sequence, of course, the climactic action sequence. And um, it's an IMAX, or it's, it, the screen, the, the aspect ratio opens up. Okay. And in the movie, when in the DVD, it does that, like it gets big and then it fills up the whole screen instead of having the two black bars. And I was like, I hope Paramount does that, or I'm, I'm hoping it does, but... Um,
0: Honestly, even if it crossed. does, I don't know that I'd be able to tell you. Like, I, the, this is r- ridiculous. But like... I, even when I go see a movie in IMAX, I don't think I notice. I don't. I literally don't think I notice the the bars going away. Like I think my brain mm-hmm. is just like, this is the movie, and like it does get bigger. And I do think it still helps the action sequences because they can fit more in there. They can make it more grand in scale. But like even still, I don't think I even notice that they they go up or down at all. Like I think I'm just like watching. I'm just like so engrossed in the movie that I don't catch it. So, there's a mm-hmm. chance that it, in Paramount it will, and I still won't notice. But but I'll go back and check. Um, just to see.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's... Let me look. I'm trying to look it up. I looked up... Okay, yeah. Okay, so I just Googled it. I Googled Fallout Aspect Ratio Paramount Plus. Uh-huh. And then somebody on Reddit said, Notice Mission Impossible Fallout Paramount Plus has IMAX scenes, so it does expand. So... Fuck yeah! Awesome. So it's gonna be awesome. Um, one small little thing that I love about Rogue Nation that I noticed even when I first watched it and I was like, "This movie rocks, fuck yeah!" is and you might have noticed it too. I don't know if you did. When Tom Cruise is on the motorcycle chasing after those guys in the desert, he's going up that mountain and it's like one of those windy roads. Yeah, you know, and he turns and he does that thing where you have to get really low on one side to make to turn the corner. Are you going to mention that he, he, like, does that. hits his knee for, like, a split second. And he He's like, hits oh, fuck, his knee. No. Did you see it? <laughs> yeah, I
0: did. Yeah, he, like,
1: clips his knee and he, like, looks down. And I remember watching it in theaters and being like, fuck yes, because it's such a tiny little thing, but it immediately just puts you in there and you know that it's
0: actually him
1: riding that motorcycle.
0: Right. Yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah. The, it, Rogue Nation was really good. Also, I mean, <laughs> the one thing is, like, I guess it's probably just, because of the type of movies they are. And the way they are named. But like. I actually don't remember. For being this way. But I'm like. 90% sure it was. I just can't pin it for sure. But like. Alec Baldwin is like. He's a. he, he He's a man with no nation. I'm like. The Leonardo DiCaprio, I'm like Bro Nation. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I can't remember if they say Ghost Protocol before, but I feel like 90 percent sure they do, and it's like, yeah, Ghost Protocol. I think, yeah, yeah. I think,
1: <laughs> yes. What's his name he's in the car, and he's like, the president has initiated Ghost Protocol, yeah. and returns the like, <laughs> <laughs> There it is. Um, and then in 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 Fallout, they do say Fallout, but I'll let you. <laughs> okay. I won't say what he said, how he says it. But when you when he when he says it, you'll be like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, very good movie, um, so, excited to watch, uh, six and then seven. Um, we'll, uh, super quick on the NBA draft. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. fucking surprise alert, uh, twist ending, uh, Wemby went number one, um, to the Spurs. It's just a fucking, I don't know what the fuck you're supposed to do with that, bro. The Spurs are gonna be great for ten years again. Um, uh, Miller went to Charlotte which a lot of people were not happy about. Um, but I also, I get it. Because, like, the only other option was Scoot Henderson, and I don't really know if you want to take him with the Melo ball already. Like, I don't know if that fit is all that great. So I get it. Um, it's just, yeah. really, this year was, like, pick number one, then, like, giant drop, two and three, giant drop, everything else. Um, yeah. So, you know, it, you do the best you can. Uh, yeah, but and I think it'll be a few years before we really
1: know who, like, not won it, but who, like, did the right one, right? right? I think, I think with with Wemby, one you definitely know who did that one yeah. well, but it, I think it'll be kind of like where sometimes people look back to the 2019 draft and they go, maybe John Morant was the
0: guy over Zion, right? Like, it, it, it but maybe I don't, you know, it's like, yeah, like, it'll be if, a few years before, Indiana, for whatever reason somehow magically doesn't pan out. I think, or or isn't, or one of Miller and Henderson become like the dude. Even though Weminyama's good, I think what you would end up with is a situation like uh fucking the twenty eighteen, the what, the twenty eighteen with DeAndre Ayton. Oh and- no, I was I was gonna go further back just because it's like one I've used for this all the time. Um, Michael Jordan's draft, which is that like oh oh like, yeah, uh, yeah, like let's say Scoot Henderson. Ends up being like the best player in the league. It's gonna be one of those things where like maybe you look at Brandon Miller's pick and you're like, how would they pick Brandon Miller when Scoot Henderson was on the board? But with mm-hmm. Jordan, like Hakeem Olajuwon was picked one, and nobody ever says anything wrong. They're like, exactly, they're like, no, yeah. that was still the right pick. Like, that makes sense. Like, Of yeah. course, you would have rather had Jordan, but that was still the correct pick. Like, and so right. that'll be the Wemby thing, right? right? Like, even if Scoot Henderson becomes literally Jordan 3.0, LeBron 2.0, whatever, you know what I mean? Like, you'll be like. Nah, but you still had to pick Wimby. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah. Uh, that was the... Did you... um,
1: uh, You know, we are still talking about the the NBA. Did you see a thing where, like, his... Uh, Wimby's bodyguard hit... Britney Spears in the um, face? Britney Spears. Yeah. <laughs> did you have, you... have you seen bizarre? The video of it? Yeah, but yeah. It, it seemed
0: like it was very accidental. Kind of like, hey, get your hands off of him. And yeah, he just, literally like, just it. swipes his arm down to try and, like, move her hand out of the way. And just, like, I guess because they're all walking... Like, accidentally hits her in the face. I saw a tweet where someone was like, based on the way people were talking about it, I was expecting him to, like, slap the shit out of her. And I was like, I also did, because that's how people were talking about it. And then you see the video, and he's literally, like, he's not even looking at her. He just, like, goes to swipe her arm away. And, like, accidentally, like, hits her in the face. And it's like... I don't know. It's kind of what security's supposed to do, right? <laughs> like, yeah,
1: I think. I also think it's like I think Wemby being so tall also affected that because like if if I come up to you and like put my hand on your shoulder and someone tries to slap it away, they slap it, but they like probably hit your chest, right? But because he's so tall, she went up and you know, <laughs> right. and then just and like on the way down, just hit her face. It was it's so really funny because then last night he played like shit in the summer league game,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and you know, there's like stand accounts for uh, artists, yeah, and they're tweeting. Jesus Christ. <laughs> they're tweeting that they're like there's one called and they call him wendy they're like wendy at 19 and it's him flopping and then it's versus britney spears at 19 and it's her with the snake (laughs) that's amazing they call him wendy
0: oh god uh yeah but uh jesus christ the uh but yeah nba draft was pretty Mm. uneventful basically i think yeah um the, uh, and then the last thing we'll talk about even super briefly is, uh, mm. the Superman has been cast. It's, uh, what's yeah. this guy's name?
1: David Corn, Corn Sweat. Corn Sweat? Um, I, I've never seen him in anything. Okay, cool. Uh. So
0: I, it, it was not just me. I saw this picture and I was like, who, fucking the Kiki Palmer meme? Like, sorry to this man. Right, sorry uh, to this <laughs> man. Dude, I don't know him.
1: He could be walking down the street. Wouldn't know a thing. Uh, yeah, that's this guy. I was like, I have
0: no idea who you are. Yeah.
1: Uh, the, the lowest lane I have seen um it's uh Rachel Brosnan I think and she was in Ho- Brosnahan. I, I think she was in house of cards for a little bit but she was the marvelous Mrs Maisel on Amazon and I know people love that show and um she won a bunch of awards for it so I know she's like um like more known than him okay. at least um but yeah apparently so it's what is it now July 2023 apparently this is supposed to come out July 2025. I kind of don't see how with the writer's strike. And apparently there might be like an actor's strike too. Um, I can't imagine that. And I was telling a friend, I was like, I, they shouldn't even try to make it two years between DC stuff and this one. They should take at least like a two year minimum break. Yeah. Stop all DC stuff. And then come back then and be like new DC universe. Because, you know, like I, you, I mean, you and I know, Oh, it's a new universe. You know, James Gunn took yeah. over, but you know, like, the layperson doesn't know that they, they're just like oh they didn't they just have a superman why is this one new they didn't just come back in the post-credit sequence of black adam but with you know like people don't know that stuff so um i think they should just like
0: stop let people forget mm, yeah, about it there'd be a distinct like gap
1: yeah. yeah i mean and it doesn't even have to be like that many years i think three is a nice solid amount like the time between the amazing spider-man 2 and spider-man homecoming was only three years 2014 to 2017 um i think you just have to definitely make it at least at a minimum
0: two years two and a half years or something mm-hmm. yeah that, that would be ideal i think um and you're not rushing anything and it all is clear and not you know bunch together i think that's definitely should be what they do um
1: yeah especially if they're if they're really i think if it was like one-off like the batman yeah like matt Reeves's the batman you can do that because it's just like a it's like his own thing but with this it's like this isn't just superman it's the start of the whole new dc universe so i'm like if you don't do this right right off the start yeah. and you fuck this up you're tripping before you even start the race right
0: yeah i agree And boy, it's just a, I guess it's not a super big deal, but it just seems like a weird choice to, for for your Superman to literally be somebody I've never seen before. Like the most iconic person in your whole thing to just be some dude that has like, and just for reference, when I Googled his name, like Mm -hmm. you haven't seen him much. He hasn't been in much. Like there's really not much there. Um, but you know, maybe he killed the fucking audition and they like, we have to have him and this will be his breakout role. So God, this will be the,
1: yeah, I'd rather have, yeah, I'd rather have something like this than in the between. So either get the biggest name you can imagine right, for sure. Like a Will Smith back in the mid 2000s yeah. or get the most unknown guy you've ever heard of and make him the new, yep. you know, the new guy. Um, and then I, I heard that, um, the, the, uh, the two actors up for Lex Luthor or Bill and Alexander Skarsgård, oh like the God. two of them. So, um, I'm kind of hoping Bill, just because he's fucking creepy. Oh, also, um, real
0: quick, though, fucking, not that it, I just watched the episode of Atlanta with Alexander Skarsgård and who fucking killed me. <laughs> oh, yes, it oh, was, we, oh,
1: with, um, he's, like, in love with, um, and this, and, like, oh, in Paris, yeah, but, um,
0: yeah mm-hmm. And she, like, like, throws the crack on his head and fucking leaves. <laughs> call the police up there he's like in mm-hmm. the tiny little like fucking uh tiny little un- like leopard print underwear it's just fucking hilarious yeah mm-hmm. um yeah
1: so I get, well maybe he would We get to do i mean he just kind of played like lex Luthor in succession right when, when he was what's his name he when just needs to um, dial Nazi. up like the menace uh a little mm-hmm. bit um he's already he's so fucking tall. Like, yeah it feels like every time he was in succession he was like hunching over to talk to people yeah um but then bill was great in, in what's it, um
0: in uh john wick four he was the villain in that so i still need to see that so but uh but yeah i think uh is there anything else you wanted to touch on
1: um no that's oh oh so one thing they were like it's, i saw a tweet about it they were like how does how i wonder how the third scars guard who is bald feels about oh the no other there's two a brothers. third scars that's bald <laughs> and he's He's actually the bald one, and they're like, I wonder how he feels about the fact that his their two brothers are up for the bald <laughs> villain role.
0: Oh, no. Hold on. Let's see. <laughs> Children. Alexander.
1: Uh, Bill. Gustav? Or it's like, um, maybe, maybe it's not, um, like, full.
0: Yeah, like, bald, uh, so Gustav Skarsgård like, looks, he is balding, for sure. Yeah, like Baldine, yeah. So it's like, what, 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 what
1: is it about me? Why, why can't you... Uh...
0: And he's 6'4". He's not short. Like he, He's tall also. <laughs> oh, bro, he's... Exactly. He's exactly. like, I could shave the rest. I could be... It uh... <laughs> could be me. Um, yeah. All right. Well, yeah, he's the exact same height as Alexander Schroger, So.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. It should have been me, not him. <laughs> it's not fair.
0: Uh, all right. Well, that's the episode for this week. <clears throat> Um, if you want to catch me, you can catch me at T Moneybags on Instagram and Twitter. And I'm at EverCastro92 on Instagram. You can catch a podcast at DiffAnimalsPod on Instagram and Twitter or email. It's DifferentAnimalsPodcast at gmail.com. As usual, stay safe, stay entertained, and we'll catch you on in two weeks. Later. Peace.